Welcome to episode 913 of Toronto Miked, a podcast about anything and everything. Proudly brought to you by Great Lakes Brewery, a fiercely independent craft brewery who believes in supporting communities, good times, and brewing amazing beer. Order online for free local home delivery in the GTA. Chef Drop. Access top chef and restaurant prepared meal kits shipped across the GTHA. Save 20% now with the promo code FOTM20. McKay CEO Forums, the highest impact and least time-intensive peer group for over 1,200 CEOs, executives, and business owners around the world. StickerU.com, create custom stickers, labels, tattoos, and decals for your home and your business. Palma Pasta, enjoy the taste of fresh homemade Italian pasta and entrees from Palma Pasta in Mississauga and Oakville. Ridley Funeral Home, pillars of the community since 1921. And Mike Majeski, he's the real estate agent who's ripping up the GTA real estate scene. Learn more at realestatelove.ca. I'm Mike from torontomike.com. And joining me for our quarterly sports media roundtable is the host of Hebsey on Sports, Mark Hebsher. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, Mike. Long time no see. No. So How we, are you? I was going to say, we literally, uh, just to peel back the curtain here, uh, but, but a half an hour ago, we wrapped up uh, a, a great episode of Hebsy on Sports. It was episode 249. There was great energy because you were here in my backyard, and uh, you hit another one out of the ballpark. You were on fire, buddy. I'd rank it in the top 10 uh, of the 249 podcasts. <laughs> okay, give me the order. 63 was uh, a fantastic, probably. 63 <laughs> was probably the best. Uh, I remember 128 <laughs> vividly, of course. Uh, no. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, when you think about the highlights, like because we had a lot to cover because the Jays are on fire and Layla Fernandez won uh, her semifinal last night. But we've been recording Hebsey on Sports uh, for a, a, a Raptors NBA championship. Like, that's got to be number one. Yeah, that was great. That was, uh, you know what, I think, you know, when you go back, you go, man, it's, it's, hard. it's really hard for me to remember, separate one from another. Um, but, you know, when I used to do Sportsline, I was like, I remember that show you once, and I'm like, I have no idea. You could play me a tape of it, and I go, I said that? I did that? I don't know, because it happened live, it happened in real time. I, I just kept on going, right? So I wasn't, I had no, you know, I, I wasn't aware of what else was going on uh, or what Jim's reaction was or what the audience's reaction might have been or, or anything like that. It happened live. And I never watched the show afterwards and go, oh, look, I looked so, like such an idiot there. Or, you know, um, I, I should have never said that because I saw other people would go through that and they would, you know, they would be self-critical. It was just nothing worse than someone going, yeah, I watched my, I don't like the way I look on television or I don't like the way I sound and stuff. So I just avoided uh, doing it. I didn't want to be critical of myself. I'd rather just sort of do it in real time. And if someone, you know, comes along and says, for example, uh, hey, I I watched the show last night and it was a great show. um, I go, well, thanks very much. As opposed to, well, I watched it on tape and I didn't like it at all. (laughs) I thought my teeth looked crooked. I, I, my timing was off. Uh, uh, I laughed. It was a silly sounding laugh. Um, You know, I I mispronounced uh, this guy's name. You know, that type of a thing, right? No, just don't watch it. Like you did it live, but now everybody just 
Like every time someone takes a picture now, it's like, oh, wait, before you post that picture, let me have a look at it. And then they, they squeeze their fingers apart, right? <laughs> yes, of course. So they it, can yes. see if that, you know, that pimple on their nose is, if, well, I said, no, I'm sorry, but nobody who's going to look at that picture, like nobody is going to take the picture and blow it up to 7,000 times its size to see if you've got like a ward or so they're just not going to do it. Stop that. Like cut it out, man. Don't be so self-critical. Just let it happen. Did I mention, Mark Hebsher, that we have uh, somebody joining us for this quarterly sports media roundtable? Well, I know, because he's sitting right next to me. <laughs> he just, he just I had got to, here, that was my opening salvo right there, right <laughs> off the bat, and then I can leave it up to our guest. <laughs> what I miss? Yeah, fast time alone. We were saying uh, not quite fast enough. Not we had so to start fast. without you, but thank you for the coffee. Not so fast, Milan. Milan, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Are you talking about mentally or uh, physically? Or? Well, traffic sucks, right? You yeah. you must have hit traffic getting so here. Oh. Hey, you got the polo shirt. Those in my, I went to a, a Catholic high school, right. and we had to wear uh, white shirts. And the preppy, you know, rich kid, the cool kids would wear. White shirts with uh, the polo guy, Ralph Lauren. Is that the polo? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my best uh, Zach Morris impersonation. <laughs> Where's your phone? The brick phone. Yeah, that's, that's it. You see. That's it. Fast time, Alon. You're here just in time, actually. Uh, glad you're here. Thanks again for the coffee. Uh, I want to start the show before we dive into the, the nitty gritty of the Canadian sports media landscape. I just want to start by wishing uh, Darren Detition well. Yeah. Uh, Dutchie, it was announced yesterday, he's uh, fighting cancer, so he's taking a little time off to do that and i just want to wish dutchy well absolutely yeah. and mark i know you echo those sentiments because uh we just finished i do sports. yeah when i first saw it i just was, was pretty upset you know good guy and been around for a long time and uh nah, you never you never would wish that, that on anybody so he's a fighter you know he's got in some scraps you know he's not you know back down so i think that he'll be able to beat this and we're all we're all hoping uh, for the best, you know. He's a sure. he's a Canadian sports casting legend. He's been on the air for many for decades. Yes, yeah. Late night, you know, very recognizable. Good guy, Dutchy Darren Detition. So get well soon, Dutchy. Uh, and you know, Dutchy at TSN. There, uh, I'm gonna. There's so much ground we're gonna cover, so we're gonna go pretty quickly here. But and 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 Milan, just so you know, uh, Hepsi's got a hard out in 90 minutes, so we're going to say it that way. How should I say it? Tell me the uh, nomenclature. Yeah, I thought I was on time. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Milan, we're almost done here. Ready for the finale? Here, no. So uh, I want to open. Well, the important, yeah. the important news is that Hebsey find a new barber or a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Hebsey does uh, look like he just came out of the, the barber chair. That sound, uh, but I, we got that story on Hebsey on Spores last week. It was quite the story, actually. The story of Hebsey's haircut. That was fantastic. Decided uh, he was going to uh, <laughs> he was going to declare that he wasn't vaxxed after he'd cut my hair. Right. Sort of an afterthought. <laughs> Why would he mention that to you? I don't know. I, what could I tell you he's out of the picture now he just yeah. wants you to know he just wants you to know he's an anti-vaxxer but of course that's well out yeah you got to declare that up front here Milan. Milan, are you fully vaxxed before we continue this uh, conversation absolutely is that a personal question i can answer that though <laughs> are you steve simmons now what, what is this? <laughs> i don't think it's a personal question we're gonna get okay let's start with this actually for sure, for sure, since we're yeah. talking about vaccination stats i was gonna yes. go in a different direction because tsn i was gonna bring it to landsberg but we're yeah. gonna get back to landsberg we're gonna start with the vaccination status of Blue Jay, uh, sometimes play-by-play, sometimes analyst, uh, Buck Martinez. Uh, Hebsey broke this story. Full credit to Hebsey. Hebsey sure. broke the story. What a story. Well, come I, on. I got, I'm, well, come on. Is it really a story? I mean, really? It's I a mean, story I because it, it is, means, yeah. get, uh, I believe it's a story because that means Buck Martinez can't 
come to this country without uh, without is he allowed even in the country? But if he comes, he has to go for fourteen days. What's the rule? I don't know. Okay, uh, yeah. but it changes the rules for when he crosses the border into the country where the team he covers plays home games. Doesn't look like he's going to be crossing the border. Right, so he calls games from home, right? Would like, be his choice. You don't think this is a significant story that uh, Buck Martinez is not vaccinated and refu- doesn't want to get vaccinated? In the grand scheme of things, is this a big story? Like, in other words, does it have a real effect? Is he doing a, you know, a competent job in Florida? Yeah, because we're used to it. And because, let's face it, it's not that tough to sit somewhere and look off a monitor and go, there's a... And if he's a half second behind the play, you're watching going, how come he doesn't say anything? And then... That's a technological thing. But, I mean, this is the way it is. I mean, I'll bet you mm-hmm. that you could watch, I don't know, let's say, 10 different events in the next week, and you wouldn't know if the people were on site or not because they're so good at it now. And they, I told you this like on my podcast. For years, I was watching Andreas Contour do the um, biggest games in, in world soccer. The biggest, biggest games. And I'm thinking, this dude, like Univision or uh, Telemundo or whatever he was working for, was flying this guy to the, like, to the event. And then I find out he's sitting in a huge studio in Miami. Right. He's never been to the stadia before. He's sitting in the but studio. But that's different, right? But he's been doing it for years. They mix the audio with it. And, you're, and as far as the viewer is concerned, he is there, right? And so it's not that hard to do. Hebs, he's doing a competent job, but as your uh, buddy, uh, Motor City Duck Schmidt would say. <laughs> and you put yeah. buddy in ironic air quotes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who? We'll do an investigative uh, look into <laughs> He doesn't it. know. He's not familiar with the work of Doug Smith. So. <laughs> Doug who, right? Um, you know, I think a lot would argue that you could, could you do a better job when you're in the stadium, though? Slam dunk, of course, you would do a better job in the stadium. Of yes, course. Yeah, absolutely, you can, because you'll see things that are out of the range of any camera, but you'll also have a feel for what's going on that the person not sitting there just doesn't. You can tell if the mood is changing. You can tell if there's, you know, jabbering going on. You, you have an actual sense, and then you, you, the cameras can only show so much. The announcer has to enhance that by saying, you know, what's, you, know you can't see it, or it's out of range, or oh, I just saw this happen. You know, a couple of times I've watched the games and they've cut away. Like there's something is about to happen, like the end of an inning, let's say. There's going to be a high five. And then they'll cut away to the pitcher walking off the mound, which has nothing to do with it. And right. then they'll and then the lower third is the score as right. they go to commercial. Right. And it almost seems to be a delay almost sometimes. Yeah. 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 And so I always thought, boy, I, you know, as a fan, I, I want to see more stuff that's going on in the dugout. I want to see more stuff that's going on on the field after the play. I don't need to see the crowd shots. This is where I really want to see how the players are reacting. Because back in the day, they never high-fived each other ever on the field after a play. The baseball just wasn't like that. Now, they're all doing this stuff. And this is where guys like Joe Siddle are so great because they come out and say, now look here, Anthony Rizzo is trying to trying to uh, bait, trying to draw Vladdy off first base by having a conversation with him, by having fun with him. And then, boom, they tried to pick him off. I love that stuff. Right. And so... It's much harder. Like Joe had to really be watching, but he's not calling play by play. He's watching for certain things that he knows that the viewer at home can't see. Right, Joe Siddle. So he's almost at an advantage because what Buck and Pat can't see or aren't looking at necessarily because they're calling the play by play or looking at their notes, Joe is looking for stuff. You didn't see this. You didn't see that. But here's what happened after the play. So is this the end of Buck? I think so. Who's the Blue Jays play by play crew in 2020? What do you say, Mr. Hebshire? Well, I think, look, uh, Showman can, nego- can negotiate his own deal. If next year there's no issues with COVID, 
And Shulman will say, well, here's the schedule. I'll take this, I'll take a, whatever, this many days off in the summertime, f- spend time with my family or my vacation or whatever. Here's my obligation to ESPN. Right. I can do 80 games. Yeah. I can do 100 games, whatever it is. That's his schedule. Rest of it, I don't know. Okay, because would, would you, sorry, yeah, go ahead, would you, sorry, sorry, Mike, would, would, Hebsey, would you rather have like a Jamie Campbell doing it live in person or would you be okay with a, a Buck doing it from home? Is no, it, no, no, I don't want the guy from home if, I, if there can be someone in the stadium. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it would be, you know, how good, how good of a reporter can you be if you're at home, you're detached. Uh, you, what you spoke to people on the phone. I spoke to Charlie Montoyo on the phone as opposed to, I was two right. feet from Charlie Montoyo when he smashed something on his desk and uh, screamed or whatever. You're, you're not there. So you have to depend on your sources who are there to tell you what was going on, to give well, you a feel. And that's, that's way too much work. Just put someone there. Now, what if in uh, 2022 season, what if there's a rule at the Rogers Center that you need to be full, show your vaccination passport, as we call it, but you need to prove that you're fully vaxxed in order to enter the enter the stadium? Like that could be a rule in 2022. Well, right. Then how yeah, then Buck yeah. can't then unless unless Buck changes his mind, because it sounds like this unvaccination, according to Hebsey, is uh, his choice. Like he's chosen not to get this vaccine. Well, isn't the new rule as of September 13th? That's just for yes. fans. But I. I wouldn't be surprised. No, it has to be. It has to be. It, it has to be. Right. I, 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 I'm pretty sure, look, Major League Baseball players have gotten some type of an exemption in that the team has to be whatever, 85% right. vaccinated, that type of a thing. They're right? covered by the union. They're covered yeah. by the union, that whole thing. But I, I just think in someone like Buck's case, what would make someone change their mind? I saw a really good thread on Twitter the other day, and I don't remember who it was by. It was, I believe, a... Um, uh, a liberal, I don't even know what the, what the designation, but it was a politician, I think in Alberta, but it was interesting. She said, you know, my mother smoked for years. She knew about all the signs. Right. She still smoked. Right. Her friends started dying in their 50s of lung cancer. She still smoked. Right. right. Um, this happened, that happened, blah, blah. She still smoked. Um, but once, once they put the non-smoking signs up for, in the malls and in the bingo parlors and generally in restaurants, Right. She couldn't go out and be herself anymore. She couldn't be a, you know, get dressed up and that type of a thing. And only then right. did she quit because she was denied access. And if you deny access, then the person that says, well, you've got your choice. You can just not go to restaurants, bars, whatever it is, across the borders, right? Or you can change because you don't want to have your access denied. Simple, real simple. Right. Now, fast time alone, uh, what do you think? Of, I mean, the Blue Jays are on a, on a run right now, and uh, the Incredible. playoff odds of, uh, like, look what, like we were talking, one week ago, I had an episode of Hebsey on sports, and I think Hebsey said we had to sweep, we have to sweep Oakland yeah. or whatever, and then, and then we swept them, and then we swept the Yankees, and now look at this, it's like a 50% chance of making the playoff. Yeah. Unbelievable. What do you think of the coverage, uh, of the, the Blue Jays' coverage? Well, I mean, I'm glad that they finally have a radio announcer who's, uh, you know, Ben Wagner who's not, who's doing a great job, by the way, just doing the game solo, but it would be nice. If but he's not even at the game. He's not at the game. Only the home games. And that's what my fear is, is that is this going to become more of a permanent thing? Sure it is. Howard Berger uh, was reporting a couple of weeks ago that the Leafs are going to do the same thing. That well, Joe oh Bowen, yeah, that's, that's an old, that's old news. They that decided old news? that okay. last year. Wow. They decided it last year. That's wait, 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 wait. What's the news? Bowen's going to Bowen and Ralph. home games. Only home games. Yeah. So they don't travel. Yeah. No, yeah. they will not travel. That's right. Is that a COVID thing or a money? Uh, oh, I think it's a combination thing. of both. I think it's a convenient excuse that COVID. But let's face it, Joe is in his seventies. Ralphie yeah, yeah. is Ralphie's got to be sixty. Uh, I don't know. And and maybe and it's got whether it has anything or doesn't have anything to do with it. And I'm not going to you know 
speculate as to who is or who isn't vaccinated. But if that if if the job can be done right by not being there, then you would have to explore that if you were trying to save nickels, pennies, and dollars. It's expensive well, to send two people on the road. It was uh, they announced like Mike Hogan and I can't remember who it was. A couple of uh, Argos, yeah. play-by-play guys. They were told you're going to just do home games. Yeah. And, we'll do the, and there was like outrage. I remember there was, at the time. Maybe we weren't. You know, we needed COVID as like a gateway drug. Well, we all just agreed a few minutes it. ago that the fan, <laughs> the listener, the viewer right. is being ripped off, right? right. If, yeah. If, yep. So then, I get saving pennies and nickels and this. But again, it's like what we had spoken about, I think, in previous episodes is that, you know, you're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on this team, signing big free agents and everything. And then you're right. cutting corners on, you know, spending millions of tens of millions of dollars on a home and then cutting corners on the uh, basement washroom. But nobody's outraged, though, Milan. You see, uh, I no think one is outraged, outraged enough to well, do something about it. And uh, so if you're running a company, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like the bee that's flying around here. Yeah. It's a bit of a pest, but it's not stopping you from doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's not right? stinging you. It's not stinging you. So it's right. like, yeah, you know. It's annoying. And I just think that if I'm running a business, unless there was, a, unless people, look, unless season ticket holders, people were threatening to take their sponsorships away. He said, listen, this is the cost of doing business. Now, if I said to you, would you rather have George Springer or would you rather have Ben Wagner go on the road? Strange. Right? <laughs> right? Which one? You got, totally unrelated, you got a choice, okay? You can't no. spend your money here or you can spend your money there. But you can't have <laughs> Almost both. Almost the same amount of money, too. But you can't have both. You Is can't this have the Urban both. Santana where they're going to hand out the, the, know. The, you know, hand out the uh, you know, collect money from the players thing again? Like, I it think, doesn't make sense. I think Ben Wagner's doing a fantastic job. But I think in today's era, especially for broadcasters, you are being asked to do much more than you did before. Take it from me. I did a show on CHCH TV for almost a decade, okay, called Square Off. They came to yes. me and said, we really would like to take a bring back Sportsline, Sportsline 2.0 with you and Bubba O'Neill. I went, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, we'd like to run it at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, sort of like PTI, you know, with the little sure. menu on the side. Right. You and Bubba go back and forth. I went, yeah, that, right. terrific. That sounds great. Okay, how much more are you going to pay? Well, we're not going to pay any more money. You're here for an eight-hour shift. Wow. You can do two shows. Wow. I go, man, I can do two shows. I can do a I can do a mediocre job on one show and then I can do a mediocre job on the other show, but I'd prefer not to. I'd like to do a really good job on both, but uh, you're stretching me kind of thin there. I'm not going to be super motivated to be, you know, if you're not going to pay me any more money. Well, that's the way it is. Take it or leave it. Now, did I have other did I did I pick up the phone and say, "Oh, TSN, hi. Yeah, it's me. I'm available." Did I call SportsNet? Did I call Global? Did I No, because there's nothing available because Jobs aren't sitting around waiting. I well, hope Pepsi calls. Jeez, I hope he gets tired at CHCH. No. So you take it like a man. Okay? Right. You bend over and you take it. And, and then after a while, you can't take it anymore. And then shit, even more stuff happens to you where you're going, I'm not sure if there's a future working here. But that company you're referring to was a clusterfuck. Like, oh, and you did. don't think Rogers is a clusterfuck? Well, they're going to hey, declare how? bankruptcy and then start up with an, a well, number company in know, the ashes. Then. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, they, they didn't stoop to that level. But <laughs> instead, they just say to somebody, oh, yeah, thanks for coming out. Uh, we can't, we, you know, um, we, we don't want you here anymore. But at or, least they uh, sever you. Well, like if you get fired from Rogers after, I mean, I you'll guess. get severance. Well, it's you know, a wait a second. Hold it. There's a difference. Fire, no one's getting fired from Rogers when their contract is up. That's it. There's mm. no sever. So you know they're all I mean? on contract. Aren't, aren't some they're of them all are on, on contract? Uh, they're all on contract, man. Right? They're on contract. Their contract's up at sea around. Look, think of the number of people on TSN and Sportsnet that you see on camera occasionally. 
Mm-hmm. Not on a regular gig basis, but every once in a while, you go, oh, that's pretty Now, I'm not saying they're not part of a panel show on, uh, you know, uh, CFL on TSN or on Raptors games or they're part of the pre and post. I'm talking about somebody that shows up occasionally on the desk. You go, oh, this is a person. Hebsy, which other major league team is doing what the Blue Jays are doing when it comes to their broadcast? Of their radio broadcast? None, but that's okay. when the season started. But now, many of them still are. In fact, in New York, they're, Yes is not sending a crew to do the Mets game because Yes is only doing one of the three games. There's more than one network. There's Sports Channel New York. There's the ESPN, mm-hmm. whatever. And so, in the Jays' case, it was, listen, unless... People are really screaming bloody murder. Which they aren't. Merlon, they're, they're not. Because every time Hebsey does that, Wagner we're Canadians. Because we're Canadians. But, but then why did they bring Wagner back and stop the simulcast for the radio? I well, think there was it, enough pushback. Well, no, there, oh, there was for the radio to have a separate radio coverage. That's a whole different story. That's right. You know that listening to Buck and Pat try to describe the game when you can't see it is ridiculous. Yes. I, in fact, the other night when I came back from the soccer game, I'm listen, I'm on my walk home, I'm trying to get the fan on... Um, on an app, which I can't. No, no, they blocked out. They blocked right? out. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll just listen to the Sportsnet coverage. I had no idea. I'm listening to it, right? It's in my pocket. I'm right. not watching as I'm walking. Yeah, that's the work around. And I hear, and I hear this, and I hear, uh, and I hear, oh. <laughs> and then I hear a beat. And then I, that, that and can then I hear a beat, and I hear, struck him out in a fastball. That was it. Yeah. No, I You know, the bases it. were fucking loaded, and I'm like, ah! Okay. So, and forget about mentioning the score ever. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, but right, again, right, they're right. not doing a radio broadcast, right. and that's Rogers' fault, and that's the and that's all that. But, they but that, that was, but that they half rectified it by saying, "Okay, Ben, you're back, but we're not going to send you on the road." Right, right. But and even so, his calls of road games are very good. Yes. So shout out to Ben Wagner doing a great job here. Before I leave the Buck thing, and I know I'm not, I'm just, I'm just interested in. The, I'm fascinated because uh, my friend and colleague uh, Mark Hebsher breaks this story, and then I, I don't hear anything about it anywhere <laughs> breaks else. Breaks the story. Well, it's true. You had the inside source that 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 fed you the info, and you shared it on yeah. your show, and then I shared it on my show. So why why is the Buck not being vaccinated and cl- and not wanting to be vaccinated why is that not a story like why is that nowhere not even steve simmons is touching this one like why is that one out of because nobody cares about buck martinez no they don't yeah i think that's what it is no one cares yeah <laughs> they don't he's not he doesn't live here news but yeah he, he doesn't yeah. live here right he's not ingrained in the community he works here he used to work here before covid every once in a while well, eighty-two games or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's a prominent name. I mean, he's you know he's a former manager of the Jays. He played, he played for many no, no. years. No, no, don't know. get me wrong. We love him. Do you, don't get me wrong. For showman, we're right. all in for, love for with many it. years. That's he's exactly a name, right. but I, I like you don't, said. Don't get me wrong. There's no outrage about it. That's no outrage. He, 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 what, so. he Vince Scully? Oh my God, we can't but lose. There's him. no outrage because most people don't know about it because the I mean. Right. Not everybody is listening to Hebsey on Sports and Toronto Mike, right? Again, so, what's the difference? If he's doing a passable job and people are like, you know, are not outraged, saying, yeah, we don't want Buckley. What's the big deal? And, and, the, and, and, and let's and, face it. And, who, and the team is winning. And the team is winning. It's so true. They, do they, I mean, the here, I, I, here's the thing. Like I told you before, if they're smart, they just wouldn't show Buck and Pat in a box with the name of their hometown underneath. But, but it. then we'd be screaming at them for no, trying you to would deceive be, us. No, but right. you would be screaming. But any, you anyone this, yeah. that's tuned in knows that. I'd already. rather they be honest about. They the are fact. honest. Why do they have to every single night? They have to show it. <laughs> why See, not just in that regard? Just, they're damned if they do. They're, they're damned. No, if they the do. other thing is that even when they're introducing, them, they have to go. And now let's join our broadcast crew. It's 
in Florida. No, it's it's let's join Buck and Pat. Meanwhile, you got two guys in New York standing on the field talking to each other, right? But can't be part of the broadcast. Like, like, wouldn't it be great if they was like, and, you know, hey, Pat, I don't know what's going on. Let's go to, Arash Madani is there. I can see him on camera sitting in the Yankee. Du- he's right. in the photographer's bay next to the dugout. There he is right there. Right. Arash, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, Buck, I can. How's the weather in Florida, Buck? I was thinking, you got a tornado there in Ohio? Hey, here at Yankee Stadium, the weather's beautiful. Those are raindrops you're seeing, by the way. And, like, you know, that's the other thing was, Buck, oh, it looks like it's raining in New York. What the fuck is that? Like, what is that? Look like it's raining in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if you had someone in New York say, by the way, Buck, it's raining here. Right? But come on. You just so 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 I'm not saying try to deceive the viewer. No, don't what don't I'm saying to you is is that don't make it so eyes. obvious so that people can go, What the hell's he doing in Florida? Just sort of let it happen organically. And if someone goes, Is he at the ballpark or not? Then fine. But if not, don't bring it to someone's okay. attention. Go under the radar with that idea that you're not there. Hey, Buck, what's it been like being away from the team for the last three hundred and forty two days? Don't bring it up. Just let him call the game, and then at the end of the season, go. Okay, we can do that again next year. Hebsy's right. What what's going on right now? It's it's a pa- Bucks and Pat are doing a passable job. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, come but on. Do we? Is that what we have to? Sa- and they're winning, so you can't you know. blame them for it. Like you know, listen. Well, if Bucks that's a recent but, phenomenon. They're winning. There was it wasn't that right. long ago when we were like uh, you know done. But tell me, yeah. it's not. Tell me, it's not <laughs> odd that Pat has been to Toronto twice for two different series, right? To work in the booth with Dan. Yeah. But then when he's working with Buck, he's on the, they're both somewhere. It's just. That's got to be a. It doesn't make sense. That's and Mike, a, you were the one who yeah. said they're not going to split them up. There's no way they're going to have one guy at the ballpark right. and the other guy somewhere else. They sent else. Pat home because uh, it's one thing when Dan's there as well calling the game, but they can't. I think there's an actual audio reason, like synchronizing things and everything. They need them like, you're either both there or you're not, neither are there. I wouldn't be surprised to see a brand new team next year in addition to Dan Schulman. You know, they're trying Ricky Romero out a little bit. I think they're kind of auditioning him as sort of the, uh, you know the color guy. I'd like to see a Dan Schulman in a little bit. You know where where he can't do games. Uh, Matt Devlin could even fill in. Well, like 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 Matt's good. Matt's, yeah, Matt's great. A pro broadcaster. Matt's a great man. He did know, some. Blue I know Jay it's a busy schedule well, like for him. Said, but, uh, Schulman writes his own ticket, so right. like, like he's going to call what he wants from where he wants, and then everything kind of domino effects off yeah, of that. Right. Here, yeah. So. And like you know, listen. I mean, I'm sure Dan loves the, all the action, all of that, but he's got young. He's got young kids yep, too. Yep, yep. And and you know. Uh, I don't know. Dan's got. A, I, Dan, I think Dan's about in his mid fifties. I'm going to say maybe in his yeah. early fifties, whatever. But it's like, yeah, man. Like I'm, you know, I like to work, but man, I don't want to pass up, you know, spending time with my kids. You know, and, and he's doing like, that, you know, second life. marriage thing where you got to, yeah, you want to yeah. make it. Well, right. and, and also too, work. he's got a nice, sweet deal with ESPN, where it's like, right. you know, do I want to be like, doing, like I'll do, you know, if I'm Dan, I'm like, you know, I'll do seventy J's games, right? And I, I'm going to cherry pick, right? I'll do these games at home. I'll be home then with but, my family. But you've got a built-in roster. Yeah. You know, and, and Joe Settle's really ramped up his game. Yeah, Joe's really good. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's been great since he appeared on Toronto Mike last summer. Is that, was uh, that the turning that was point? Like the but, here, but here's the yeah. thing. He, he's underused. He, he's <laughs> yes. underused. You don't see him enough during the game. Mm. And hear enough during... I want to hear yeah. that during the game. I, I, I like that. But if you can't be at the game, broadcasting the game, it's a little more difficult. I gotta, yeah, I gotta shame on you, Rogers. <laughs> you cheap fucks. Raise your game. Oh, we don't fast. want. We don't want. He's working passable. blue. Did he know he's gonna work blue today? Is that the first time? Well, we he's don't, with me because he dropped with the f bomb. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he's passionate. Look, I got so much ground to cover, and we got ninety minutes to do it. So I want to ask you, why did I call you Fast Time Alon? Where does the nickname Fast Time come from? Uh, it's the name of our company. Been in business for over forty years, providing quality watch and jewelry repairs. Fast Time Watch and Jewelry Repair. 
uh, proud affiliation with Toronto Mike for a number of years now. Yeah, one, a one-time yeah. sponsor. Uh, what have you done for me lately? No. So okay. So wow. now you're you're. <laughs> what's now with COVID and everything? Is everything open now? Is Absolutely. That, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so where are the near? I know Richmond Hill has the yeah, uh, location. Richmond Hill is the closest location. At. The GTA. Yeah, we have locations all across Ontario. All open, no appointment necessary, and uh, yeah. Visit What's the us website at- again? If somebody has that uh, watch repair they need, they need the battery, or they have a jewelry they have to get repaired. What is that uh, URL? Uh, watch. Oh, sorry, Fast Time. You should know this. Come on. Yeah, I should know this. Uh, FastTimeWatchRepair.com. FastTimeWatchRepair.com. Always yeah. a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, I Mike. have stuff like you came all this way. I got some stuff for you guys right off the top here, and then we're gonna get into the uh, the radio side of things. And I got a McCowan and a Vendetta, and oh, my goodness, we'll get to Landsberg. So much to cover here, but I have uh there's a new sponsor of toronto mike chef drop and if you go to chefdrop.ca, you can see all the uh the restaurants and the top chefs that are affiliated with this meal kit delivery uh business uh they deliver to anyone in the gtha and that's both of you guys so they're going to actually email you a 75 dollar gift digital gift card that you can use at chefdrop.ca. And Milan, I know you're a vegetarian. I was on that website yesterday. You did? Some wonderful vegetarian options. That's uh, meal kits for you. Yeah. So they're going to take care of you. Hebsy, you're going to eat well with that, my friend. Uh, 75 bucks there. And listeners, you get 20% off right now if you use the promo code FOTM20. So uh, try this great, great new food delivery service, uh, Chef... Uh, drop go to chefdrop.ca use the promo code FOTM20 and I know Milan this won't be good enough for you because of the uh, the vegetarian aspect but Hebsy you're not leaving here today without a large meat lasagna from Palma Pasta it's frozen it's in my freezer that's yours to take home thank you and there's fresh beer from Great Lakes Brewery we got Toronto Mike stickers from Sticker U you guys are going to be well taken care of it was worth the drive Glad to see you both. Uh, let's talk radio for a moment here. Let's start by talking about uh, Bob McCowan really quickly because since our last sports media roundtable, Bob McCowan made some noise that he was going to be, his show was on 960. <laughs> Milan, do you know the station, 960? Uh, Saga 960? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, Can you hear is... it outside of Brampton? And come on Saga? now, come on, come on. No, but I, I have been told that yeah. there's many programs on that station with, with people with uh, anti-vax views and they uh, believe COVID's a hoax, et cetera. So there's a definitely an interesting angle oh, going wow, on there. Okay. But that didn't last long. <laughs> McCowan's podcast did not air on 960 very long. Uh, it was gone very, very, very quickly. But, uh, Hebsey, you were telling me earlier that McCowan's making noise about another announcement. Do you know anything about what's going on with Bob McCowan? You know, here's the thing. With Twitter, for example, I, I, it's very rare that I will go to someone and check out their entire feed. There are a couple people that I'll say, you know, what's he been tweeting? But McCowan isn't one of them. He doesn't tweet very much. And when he does, it's sort of just to promote his, you know, show that day. And so I'm not a... Someone like that. Whereas, you know, there's a few other people where it's like, oh, I got to, you know, like Rob Longley. Like, I'll check Rob because he tweets fairly often, but it's certainly if it's Blue Jay season. Right. I know that if I go through Rob's, you know, uh, timeline, I'm going to get uh, you know, some good stats and some good, you know, talk to Charlie Montoyo. He said this about Springer. We're going to watch him run the bases, like stuff like that. Right. Um, but so my Cowans know, so I'm not aware that Bob is making noise. Is he going to be the new afternoon drive host on the Fan 590? Is he? No, McCowan. 
Yeah. Izzy isn't going to be. I don't think Izzy's going <laughs> to Is he is no. he is he straddling or who is it? Is yeah. he Adler? Who is uh, I don't uh, but again, I don't uh, he's I know he's got his uh, his podcast, his da- daily podcast and all that, but but I don't know. I have no idea. I've been listening to like I listened this morning to the new morning show on on TSN ten fifty. So is, is this the uh, official replacement for Landsberg and Kuliakov? Um, what does official mean? Like they've usually, it, in fact, it's all going to come like together. Knighted, here, but they were knighted well, as the Greg new morning Brady, show. Greg Brady was like a replacement for Mike Stafford on AM six forty. Yeah, uh, Global he's, News Radio. He's and the then this week, now. it sort of on Tuesday, uh, yeah. kind of announces that this is the new show. Like I'm now your new permanent. So Greg Brady's Toronto on Toronto Today, yeah. Toronto Today on six forty. Yep. Was there a similar type announcement on TSN that there's a new morning show there? No, not that I know of. Who is? Maybe start by telling yeah. me who the hell is the uh, new morning show on ten fifty. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if it's a new morning show. I, don't, I haven't been listening. Apparently, no one else has either. But uh, I, I mean, I I don't know. I've heard different people on that show. I flipped on. I don't know. But today, and I'm, I'm going to assume they've been on all week, or and they're on permanently or until they announce a new morning team. It was Aaron Karolnik and uh, Dave Festchuk. They were pretty good. I think it was lots to talk about, too, because sure. they did what I did. They watched the same stuff on TV I watched last night, right? They watched the Jays, Yankees. Lots they watched right Layla Annie Fernandez. They watched the NFL, beginning of the NFL season, the Brady, you know, against the Dallas, big finish there. So, but they were engaging, you know? On the other station, on the fan, it was the same two guys, right? Scotty, Mack, and, uh, and Mike Zygamanis. And, uh, you know, they had some baseball, but then they, then they came off commercial and they like, you know, let's, let's welcome Penny Alexiak. And I'm like, what's she going to tell me? Like a great swimmer, but I mean, come on, oh. but not, not a, not a guest on a, not a guest on a morning swimmer, drive yeah. radio show. If she won the gold last night. Yeah. Great stuff. But I mean, come on, like where, like how relevant is talking to Penny Alexiak right now? I, you know, you put Hebsy any stock from your experience of you know some of the summer co-hosts that they had rotation, or was just as you know? I don't even had, know who they were. They had Julie Stewart Binks on co-hosting. Uh, she's a know, lightweight. You know, with uh, who? On, Julie Stewart. They, they put her on because yeah. she's a woman. Rhea? Whoa! Oh yeah. Whoa! You, whoa! Whoa! Yeah, Hebsy, but- who did you just drop another bomb on us? Woo! <laughs> Come on, you know as well what as I do. So they're far. all looking for diversity. Come on, on they're looking day. for diversity. I've had this since Should I have stayed uh, in traffic? Uh, for- <laughs> no, this is a good stuff. I thought there was a missed opportunity. If I'm, I'm just going to add here, you know, and I don't know how strong the rumors were about Greg Rady, you know, taking over the program director as as the fan. Oh, I no, thought no, that was not, a great not opportunity. As pro- not as program director. hebsey has got good insight oh. on this. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. Either. You thought, nobody I, wants that job. You don't want it to be, you don't want to be the I thought Greg, Greg could have had a real insight, you know, sort of a player coach, sort of almost uh, in player that kind coach. of role. Like yeah. Pete Rose? Like yeah. you're talking about morning man <laughs> slash program director? Well, I'm not, you know, maybe well, you know not, what that maybe is? Not That's one foot in the grave right there. Once they make you both, man, you're just going to be, you're going to work so hard. You're going to work so hard. You get a nice severance, though. Yeah, great. But you'll be six feet under. <laughs> you'll be six feet under, though. Yeah, you it's can't like, spend it when you're dead. You're, buddy. It's exactly right. You <laughs> no, can't spend it. Trust me when I tell you this. I no. wanted to make more money every time with more money. After a while, it's like, wait a second. I can't. I mean, I can make the. I can spend it. I'll be dead. My stress level's gone way up. I got all this so what, work what, to do now. I got way more work to do now yeah. than I ever did before. Remember when it was like, I love going to work. I do my three-hour air shift, whatever. You know, I prep when I want to, as long as I'm ready to be on the air. Now it's like, dude, you're there for eight hours, and you're working every second, doing stuff you never did before, someone else's job. You're doing someone else's job for them because their job doesn't exist anymore. Who is the program director at 590 right now? 
I don't even know the guy's name. Yeah. He's a new guy. After Don Collins. Yeah, I don't even know who they were. Yeah. No, no, it's after, no, what's his name? It after, was after uh, Dale Cadeau. Not Dale oh, no, Cadeau. Sorry, He's Dave a listener. Cadeau. Dave Cadeau. Dale Cadeau. Yeah. I hope you're yeah. listening. Uh, shout out to Dale yeah. Cadeau. Dave sorry, Cadeau. Dave I think Cadeau. Greg, I th- yeah. Greg Sansoni's the top cheese. And then right. the guy that they hired to be the program director is also the program director for the other uh, Rogers sports so, stations in right, Canada. Right. Okay, so uh, we don't know this gentleman's name, but uh, Hebsey on your program, Hebsey on Sports, yes. you were uh, speculating about Greg Brady and the Fan 590. Uh, what, what's your insight there? Well, the insight there is that Greg would love to be, you know, as he was before on a couple of other occasions, the morning, you know, do drive the mornings at the Fan uh, 590, uh, Sportsnet 590, the Fan. Uh, but he signed a deal with uh, AM 640 to be their morning man. And um, I think Greg believes that in three to five years, the morning show at the Fan will be available uh, and um, that he would, you know, be able to perhaps step into that role. Will there still be a fan 590 in three to five years? Well, how do we know? With the way AIM Sports Radio. Well, you know, but listen, you can't, if you're Greg, you can't be waiting around for the ideal no, situation. You take what you can get. And if it's a better deal and there's more security and you got a family to raise, whatever. And then when the time comes, you know, if the time comes, it's like, well, you know, who are we going to get now? This isn't working. The ratings aren't there. Do you, do you see wholesale changes coming up? Like potentially McCowan in the afternoon, maybe? No. You know, morning show Mike changes? Richards in the morning? No. Any any possibility of Mike Richards no. in the morning? No. You guys labor under the, uh, the misconception old, yeah. that, 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 that this morning <laughs> show is a big deal, that the traditional well, it, radio um, uh, model is you get as many as you can on your morning show, and then the funnel system allows you to take those listeners from the morning and funnel them during the course of the day. And hopefully at night they're listening to, or on the way home, they're listening to that station. So when they get up in the morning and t- turn their car engine over, the station they were last listening to is on in the morning. It's all that but type of thing. There's some truth to that, right? There is and there isn't. Here's the thing. If yeah. TSN radio can survive, it's not going to be able to survive because its afternoon show is drawing big numbers and making huge, you know, people are spending a fortune, you know, to be, get advertising on that show. It's got to come from the morning show. And unfortunately, sports radio morning shows, mm-hmm. by and large, just don't generate enough revenue. They just don't. It's rare, right? So where are these guys making their revenue from? They should be selling ads in the podcasts, right? Where the people, I mean, I can't listen to all of overtime, but I'll listen to the podcast. I'll listen to at least an hour of the podcast. I don't see, I don't hear any ads inserted into the podcast. Well, that's a loss of revenue. So they, people still haven't figured it out yet. Why do you think people are listening to my podcast? They know when it is. They can get it anytime, anytime, in, in whatever format they want to sure, get it on in. Demand, they're yeah. gonna get they're gonna get commercial free, with the exception of when we start talking about But they're about live reads. But these are live different. reads and yeah. they're part of the discussion. Same deal. And more importantly, they're gonna get completely bullshit free. I mean, I have no agenda. I don't work for the team. I don't have any favors. I don't have asses to kiss or anything like that. And let's face it, I want to hear somebody that's gonna tell the truth. And has some knowledge there as opposed to somebody that's being... And coming up on the show... And by the way, welcome to the you know Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Coming up on the show, uh, Sportsnet's Joe Blow joins us. Followed by Sportsnet's blah, blah, blah. Followed by, I mean, it's all... It's a whole family sure. affair. It's, 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 incestuous. What, it's incestuous. And right. on TSN, the same thing. And why not? Because you've got your hockey expert. Look... Let's bring in Chris Johnson. Oh, he's not our hockey expert anymore. Oh, well, we'll get Let's to that. Let's bring in Nick we'll Kiprios. Oh, he's not our hockey expert anymore. Right. Let's bring in, oh, he's, Glenn Healy. He's not our hockey expert anymore. Let's just, just systematically get rid of as many hockey experts as you need to, because how many hockey experts do you need? But the morning show on a sports radio station is still a key revenue driver. No, 
because nobody wants to listen to that because there's too many commercials. Nobody wants to listen to that because the discussion is going to end prematurely. We got to go for a six minute commercial cluster because we got to get the news. You got to get traffic. We got to get the spots in. Okay, the way to go is listen. Don't listen to it live. I mean, if you can, great, and you're in your car. Listen to the podcast of yeah, it yeah. because it's not time sensitive in the morning. It's not like, oh, I have to listen to this at 648 in the morning. You can listen to it at 10 in no, the morning, I, I'm finding 2 myself, in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm definitely finding myself doing that more. You know, if I'm listening in the morning time at home, I'll and George Rusick or someone's talking about sports gambling at 7 in the morning. I have no interest in that. Well, I will go back get the night too, before. So. You know, listen to Shulman's, uh, you know, 10-minute bite or, or Stephen Brunt, you know, from the day before or something like that. Wow. So, because we're talking about Hebsey bombs and he's dropping a couple more on this episode. Oh, another Hebsey bomb that I was witness to on Hebsey on Sports <laughs> is uh, regarding Joey Vendetta. Now, yeah. I don't think people, we most people know by now that uh, Vendetta had a show on the weekends on 590 and then he sent what I would call a tone-deaf, uh, insensitive tweet on Canada Day. Something to the effect of, like, if you don't like it, get out because there's a bunch of people who would love to yeah. take your spot or right. something. And then that caused uh, quite the kerfuffle, and he ended up having to delete it and apologize. And then he was no longer on weekends. But, Hebsey, your bomb was that they were considering Joey Vendetta as the new morning show on the Fan 590? I don't know. I don't think the morning show. I could be wrong oh. there, but I can tell you for a fact that Joey had a spot in that lineup. He was in. And you mean like from, from morning, like the real lineup that pays actual not money the is weekend. morning show not to the weekend. afternoon drive. Yeah, not they the don't, weekend. They don't I don't know which one it was, Okay, but Joey was going to have his own show because Joey's got great contacts. Yeah. He can lay his hands on just about anybody in the sports and the music and entertainment business. And people want to hear stuff like that. They do. They want to hear, you know, what does Kevin Durant have to say about oh, the But Toronto you just Maple said you, you hated Penny Oleksiak being on in the morning show because uh, she's a great swimmer, but Penny... Right. So, so you're saying some athletes are entertaining on the radio where others are not, and you just want to hear from, uh, like, the Kevin Durant, for example. Well, wouldn't you? Like, if I said, hey, I'm huh. going to bring on six athletes, they're all boring, but they're big names... No, I wouldn't. Or I listen. can bring in, or I could bring in one athlete that maybe isn't as big. No, a name, I but think I think Gretzky on TNT is going to be a clusterfuck. See, I disagree. I think he's going to be great, and I'll oh, tell you why. Wayne Gretzky, I'll tell you why. Who's got the charisma of you know? That's what you a, say. A dead See, but that's rat. what you say. You think he's going oh, no. because you've never seen him in an environment, in any other environment. I saw him on Young and Restless. That was enough. Oh yeah. <laughs> I won't even dignify that. With an, I won't even dignify with that with an answer. He hosted Seriously. Saturday Night Live. But I'll tell you. But I'll tell you this right was now. Was that great? But I'll tell you this right now. I've been with him when he's had a couple of scotches in him. Okay. okay. And I'm telling you right now, he's a funny guy. Way funnier than you think. But when you have to live up to the the great one right. thing, right. you you and Walter taught him, and Phyllis's mother taught him, and he knew you got to be super super humble. And if that means boring or dull or whatever. Just don't offend anybody. And Wayne Gretzky is the greatest in the world at being a non-offensive, right? Which is kind of boring to Milan's point. That's which what is, I mean. Which is He's fine. A great human but you being, can't a great have player. But you can't have everything. You can't. You can't. You can't be the most charismatic player and the best player. I guess. But here's the Charles thing. Barkley. But here's the thing. Right. <laughs> Nobody expects anything from Gretzky. So I right. think people are going to be pleasantly surprised because what's going to happen is, is that they're not going to come anywhere close to putting him on the air live until he's done many, many, many auditions. And if that means going away for the weekend to a cabin with whoever his mates are going to be on the desk or the Ernie and Shaq and Kenny Smith and Charles of the well, group, that's the model, they right? will not believe me. And, I tell, and they're not going to put huge pressure on him. They're not going to go, okay, Wayne, what do you think? They're going to say, okay, Wayne, you and Mess or whoever it is. 
are going to battle this out or whatever. They're not going to put him in any position where people are going to go, fuck, is he ever boring? They just won't. And the other thing is, you think Wayne's going to say, just do whatever you want with me? He knows what his strengths and weaknesses are. He wouldn't have taken the job if he didn't think that he could add something to it. Is it going to be as the great one, blah, blah, blah? No, they're going to pay him a lot of money to be Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, when you played, who is the toughest? Tell me a story about blah, blah, blah. He's not going to start jumping on people going, oh, this guy was a prick. He was an asshole. He was a jerk. No, no he won't. But even if he reveals a little bit, which he never revealed before, it's going to be gold. It's going to be nuggets. Let me tell you the story about Glenn Sather. Did I ever tell you this story? Or someone's going to say to him, tell us the Glenn Sather story about you and Messier and Tekin and whatever. Right. And now, and they lead him to the story. And they've rehearsed this already. Canadian they, legend, great hockey player. I don't want him on TV, though. But the thing is, you're, you're not giving him a chance. You're giving... No. No, no, you're not giving... I think we've seen him enough. No, no, this you haven't, though. audience. See, you're talking from a Canadian to audience. Listen to me. You haven't seen him enough. Speak and be engaging and be a part of a discussion and conversation with multiple people. You've never seen it. And now in his 60s, he's going to turn on the light now you've never, No, right. you, again, no, 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 again, you've never met him before, so you don't know. The guy's funny. It's true. Hebsey has actually oh, met the No, man. I've not only met him. I've him. been with him. I'm telling you. I'm telling him. Him and no, the whole I've, family. I've heard the same thing about Ross Atkins. No, you haven't. This Ross Atkins isn't Wayne Gretzky. No, I'm, stop it. No, just stop. I'm saying stop. I've just heard st- what a Milan. great engaging guy he is no, you Milan, know, when you're having a coffee with him. Milan. I've heard that stop too. Stop it. Yeah. I don't want to hear his interviews though. But who's talking about <laughs> interviews though? See, I interviewed him many times. It was not a great interview, but I interviewed him a couple times where he was much better than I thought and surprised me with his insight and with his and just being engaging. I asked him once between periods of a game where he's sweating all over me. I said, what athlete would you pay to watch? And he didn't hesitate. He says, Bo Jackson. Now, this is when Bo was in his prime in the early 90s. Well, the Nike contract. But yeah, but <laughs> what happened was, but what happened was Gretzky could not get over right. how exciting and entertaining this guy was and how enamored he was by Bo Jackson. And when he articulated it to me between periods of a broadcast, I was like, this is not something that Wayne Gretzky is known for doing. And certainly not in the middle of a game where he's like deer in the headlights. Like, well, we're sure. going to try our best and give it another shot and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's what most people think about Wayne Gretzky. And I'm telling you right now, they would never put him on the air to fail. He is not going on the show to fail. I hope you're right. I love no, Wayne I Gretzky. No, I know I'm right. I, there's I, no I, way. I I'm with that Milan right now. There's no well, way that way they would risk it. No way that they would risk you that. You know, the it's, one time I remember Wayne Gretzky being interesting was uh, the Olympics, right? With, when he said he was hot. Was that uh, Salt Lake City? Was it Salt Lake City or whatever? Nagano? Was it after? I think it was Nagano. I think it was, might have been Salt Lake City. But okay. where he, he said, I, he says, I'm hot. And he kind of went off on... on Guess Canadians were down on the team because they lost a game in the round robin or something to Sweden. I can't remember the details. Anyway, they ended up winning gold in that uh, in Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah, yeah, but Gretzky, yeah. that was like the only time I remember Gretzky was interesting because he actually like 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 had some emotion and said something. I hope you're right, Hebsey. I'll be watching to oh, find out. Proof is in the pudding. I know. And listen, people will be critical because, but again, the expectation is, oh my God, he's just going to be not going to add anything. And I'm telling you, yeah. however they do it, they've got this planned out. They, okay. He is not. He was, he's not set up to fail here. If they feel he can't handle a certain part, they're going to dial back and say, okay, we'll get our feet wet a little bit. You know what I mean? We don't expect you to go, okay, Wayne, commentary, two minutes, go. It's not going to be like that. No, I'm not expecting him to be Shaq or Barkley. Right. But well, Yeah, because you, you can't just suddenly no, no. You but, know, but change you, your spot. But Hebsey, I mean, the demographic that they're, they're, it's not Canadian sports fans. TNT is paying him a lot of money. Yeah. To bring American audiences to tune in, I don't right. think he's got the enough. He's of got a, the name though, like he's, he's got the, most the famous hockey player, right? Well, to wasn't that Arizona's uh, theory when they made him coach? Listen, man, paid him eight million dollars a year. How did that do? Let, How well, did that, you listen, know? man, your expertise no. is you know jewelry. 
<laughs> and repair. And, and his expertise is something different. You've got I'm, every right to say that but you're I'm not looking from a fan's perspective. That's, but no, you're speaking from your perspective, not every fan. Your perspective. He's every fan. Your expectations are extremely, <laughs> extremely, extremely <laughs> low. Yes. Right? Yes. You expect him to be and okay, Wayne. Thanks for that, uh, Mr. Hockey. And I'm telling you because I've been in the television business before, and I don't know these executives personally that there is no way that they're going to fuck this up. Wow. There's no way they're going to put him on the air wow. and let him sink or swim. This sounds they're like a soundbite. They're going to provide him pull. they're going to provide <laughs> him with enough support and they're going to believe me whether and I'm not going to say they're going to script it out, but right. you're not, it's not going to be okay, Wayne, we're just going to wing it. Right. Far from it. Wow. Wayne, he's going to start, he's going to do this, he's going to say this, he's going to say this. You're going to go, "Okay, I agree with you, but I disagree with that." Or blah, blah, blah. however they're going to do it. Then we're going to show a clip. Then we're all going to have a laugh. Then you're going to tell the story about you and Messier. Hebsey, and blah, that's blah, blah, not blah. going to make for great TV. But no, no. You, listen, that, there's nothing Milan, organic going on about that. Milan. Where he's fully scripted and Milan. fully protected. It's yeah. all about context, okay? I can't tell you what an intermission is going to look like in November on TNT. You shouldn't either. Just let it happen, man. Just live in the moment, man. I hope there's lasers. Live in the moment instead of worrying, <laughs> oh my God, I would have Gretzky. It's first part. Just chill. Let it happen. And, let, and maybe... Maybe Wayne is really going to enjoy this way more than he ever enjoyed playing hockey or being interviewed by people like me. Maybe. <laughs> Mike, help me out here. Well, well, I, well <laughs> only the thing is proof is in the pudding, so I got to wait to see because you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. anticipate nobody he'll be particularly anything. interesting or no. entertaining. No, we'll people see. expect are expecting boring. And like I said, I think he might just surprise you. When we're in the backyard a year from now. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'll pull the clip and say, I, I, what I predict, it, what was I predict one and done. One season and done. All right. Okay. Now, the big bomb that dropped in Canadian sports media this week is uh, from uh, Chris Johnston. Chris Johnston, uh, until he made this announcement, I had no idea anything was up anywhere. He was a Sportsnet guy. He seemed to be good at his job, hockey insider, blah, blah, blah. And then he announced he was no longer, he's no longer with Sportsnet. And he was doing some something with like a sports betting site maybe that has a uh, some of his writing will appear in the Toronto Star through this deal he's got but do, do either of you uh, Hebsey we'll start with you do you have any idea why Chris Johnston is no longer at Sportsnet I would assume it's because he wasn't part of the playoffs as I recall last year I don't recall him being part of <clears throat> a panel cost cutting yeah and and you know look TSN got rid of Frank Cervelli. There's only so many right. insiders. You know, I understand what an insider is, right? You know, you've got the phone numbers or the text, and you can text general managers and scouts, and you know the inside people in hockey. And you're trying to get information out there, speculation for your draft shows and all that. It's right. I got it. But, I mean, how many insiders do you need? Like, you know, if Darren Drager broke that story, right, and he broke that story, and Frank Zaravelli broke that story, and now it's like, look, you can't, like, you can only pick one of these two guys. McKenzie so I, uh, is semi-retired, so Craig Button's not an insider, but he's the, he's the general, hockey general manager, or whatever they call him, the director of scouting for TSN, and so at some point, you got to go, okay, well, do we need all these analysts? Now, T uh, Sportsnet has all kinds of them. Well, they have, okay, they have Elliot Friedman, I guess he's their top guy. And they have uh, they have Jeff Merrick over there who he's not an insider, but okay, okay I got okay. you. So so who else? Like it doesn't seem that. Well, how many uh, do you need? I mean, if Elliot's your number one insider, hmm. see, and again, I don't know. The other thing is, is that, and I thought Chris Johnson's a very a very good reporter. 
But, sure. I, but it's not like, I don't know, I wasn't like, you know, I got to hear what CJ has to say on this. Sort of, It's sort of everybody kind of follows the same. Like, you know what I mean? They're trying to outscoop each other for, you know, what might be a scoop or might not be a scoop. Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing but that they, the, they already got the rid of Mitch Marner's camp you is doing earlier. Oh, like, yeah. Lots of guys. So, but but it, is it fair to say this is all just we need to uh, reduce our uh, payroll? Like these are because because like, we, we don't need a Chris Johnston. Therefore, let's save this money uh, because this was an yeah. expensive NHL deal and etc. Blah, 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 blah. I think they realize that once the um, chirping had uh, subsided over the Don Cherry firing. And there was none really. Right. Yeah. That, that really anybody. Yeah. Anybody on that airwaves. Exactly. And if I'm an executive there, I'm going, okay, who are the most popular people here? Let's go, let's, let's take a list. Who's our top five most popular people at Sportsnet, right? So Friedman. So Friedman's up there. I don't know if Ron McClain's top five, maybe not top five. Uh, Tara Sloan might be part of the top five. Christine Simpson might David be part Amber of the top five. Maybe. David Amber, maybe. Amber might yeah. be top, part of the top five. Merrick. I'm, again, so take your top five and right. say, okay, these people can't be replaced. Or these people we're keeping. Yeah. But all the rest, like the right. panel... Like between Anthony Stewart, Jennifer Botterill, um, Kevin Bieksa, who else did they have? You know, uh, Anson Carter, I think they had for a while, but he's going to probably go to ESPN. Right. And I don't know how many of them are going to be cross-pollinated into either Turner or ESPN. Right. I know Ray Ferraro was going full-time yeah. to ESPN. He's going to be an analyst, and Eddie Olchuk's going to be, right? But still, all these guys have little freelance things where they can do, he won't be doing radio, but don't kid yourself. Ferraro will still have a presence on TSN, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Alon, what do you think yeah. about the Chris Johnston departure? No, I think just to go add on to that oh, point. You were surprised. Were you surprised? Uh, no, not Maybe really. Nothing exactly like that what Hebsey said. You know, right. I mean, Chris Johnston's a terrific reporter, but is he is he really a name? You know, that's going to cause uh, an outcry. And I thought that I think the Don Cherry situation was a real turning point when it comes to executives and how they deal with their talent. I remember the Ron McLean. We all remember the Ron McLean. You know, years and years ago when. Right. He was going to leave and the whole fiasco and the public relations at CBC, yeah. you know, the hit took. And then they ultimately signed him to a contract. Cherry, crickets. You know, after what, you know, there was a controversy well, in the a, beginning. Well, there's a certain contingent that's also complaining about vaccinations. Right. And, uh, okay. Masks and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and after the Cherry comments, you know, I mean, yes, there was, some, uh, you know, controversy about what he said. And then he was off the air. Does anyone talk about Don Cherry anymore? No. Nope. Do we, does anyone listen? I don't say anyone, but, you know, it's. And I think that's the same thing. So then good, I would say, uh, much like Mike Wilner, who was surprised to get the call, your services are no longer required. He got the call from Sportsnet, and then he he was able to uh, get himself a, a gig he's quite happy with at the Toronto Star. Uh, Chris Johnson, at least when he was notified that his contract was not going to be renewed, he managed to, you know, find himself uh, another place place to happen shout out to the tragically hip and the, uh, the the fact that he will have his writing in the Toronto Star uh, is kind of speaks to I'm guessing that there's a and Hebsey maybe you know maybe there's the new ownership of the Toronto Star is willing to spend money on sports because they seem to be adding some interesting uh, content uh, to the sports section yeah I I wonder how much they're spending for these guys like I wonder if it's enough to make a decent living uh, how sporadic it is. I mean, you know, when baseball season is over, is Wilner going to be contributing to the <clears throat> star writing baseball stuff? I know that he's gone to some games where he's actually gotten in his own car and driven to Detroit and whatever. Yep. yep. You know, kind of a thing. And he so, missed TMLX 8 because he was in Detroit. Yeah, and so uh, I don't know. And I don't know what kind of, again, I don't know what kind of money they're offering. I do know that newspapers are bleeding. So, I, you know, unless the star's digital platform or subscription has now suddenly made this great turn where they're once again... You know, the, the, the pillar of uh, sports journalism, which I don't think they are anymore. There's just way too many people that they had that they don't have anymore. And, 
they've kind of replaced them with, um, you know, like guys who, who uh, are looking for work and are from a different uh, entity. They're from broadcast journalism, but on the electronic side. Right. But you can write leads. You, you know, you've written for websites. It's the same thing. You can write. You can. So there you go. And maybe this uh, other, this bigger part that's going to, uh, it sounds like we'll be paying CJ, Chris Johnston's uh, like mortgage or rent or whatever he's got going on there, is this sports gambling part. And maybe that somehow uh, pays the star for CJ to be in there. Like, we don't know. We're speculating. But there's a lot of deals like that where it's like literally like. Oh, yeah. So, and because Kiprios is landing after sports, and it was also, uh, I believe, is like a fantasy sports operation, I believe. And then that ties into what's happening on TSN radio right now, which I wanted to ask you guys about. They announced Matt Cause, F O T M Matt Cause, has a three hour show. It's from 1 to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, on TSN radio, where he just talks sports gambling and fantasy sports. And- no, not for all three hours. He's got to have some other stuff there. He can't all be. It can't. How can you well, talk? I, for I haven't heard it. I just read. It sounded by the description that it was all about uh, right. sports gambling and fantasy. Like it's, it's. They're not going to be talking about Lalo winning. Right. It'd be more like. Are like, you sure that's not a wine show? That <laughs> he's doing a wine show in one hour? Because to me, Matt Cause is the chameleon of sports radio. This guy could host a show on anything, right. and it doesn't have to be sports related. It's like, well, wait a second. We've got like it's almost like we've got a time slot here. Matt would. This is Matt's time slot. It doesn't matter what the subject is. But between one and four, we got Matt on. And Matt's very engaging. He comes up with a lot of good sure. stuff, right? Sure. But I just, I'm like, three hours on gambling? Like, he must be an expert gambler. He must know every <laughs> about every line. He must have bet on every. I know his father, Luke Haas, one of the great authors, right. you know, wrote about the horses for many, many years. So I'm thinking Matt is up there when it comes to gambling. Like, I'm not just talking about no holding poker. I'm talking about pro line odds, parlays, the whole deal like that, man. Is this sponsored content? Or it's got to be. You know what? It's of course gotta, it is. It's, it's got to be. be. I bet it's you all three be. hours are sponsored by Bodog or something right. like that, right? You know what? Right. I'm willing to bet that's the hook right there. Yeah, and, for and, sure. And that it exists because it's Brought being Brought to you by, for. exactly. Is it daily? Daily. It's daily. One to four. It's, uh, 15 so hours a week. Without five times three. That, that, Is that, that still 15? It's 15 hours a week. That's yeah, insane. On, uh, it's not insane yeah. because you're looking for your niche. And if, 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 if one to four is a dead slot during the afternoon, right. then why not have a niche show? Or at least you're going to get people who wouldn't normally listen to sports radio going, hey, it's gonna be, I gotta, before I make my bets for tonight's game. Hebsy, who's going to listen to this? For 15 hours a week. Wait a second. Just again, Milan, you're just, you know, there are people that are right into it. Milan thinks every every fan is exactly him, like wanting, you know, bring Cito Gaston back to manage the Blue Jays. Like, (laughs) you know, you want, (laughs) by the way, I'll say this, uh, two weeks ago. I guess the gambling, (laughs) I I get the gambling thing, but 15 hours a week? Come on. But it's all about dineros. Like, it's all about, I get it. If that's not a revenue generating spot on sports radio, and it's judged by the ratings, which we're going to get to, but it sounds like TSN Radio took a nosedive this summer. I don't know if that means yeah, anything. Yeah, but, you know, but here's the other thing. Wait, wait. Yeah, okay. Summer radio ratings. Yeah. When I first started in radio, right. the first program director ever for says, don't pay Ignore any it. attention to the summer. Right. People's listening habits are completely different in the right. summer. Yours, mine. This is And hosts take vacations all summer. That's and then, the way to do right. it, right? Because there isn't as much going on with radio. You're not putting You're too not much credence in Tim and Friends being you up. Get the day after Labor Day, time to get serious. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. So never, no one has ever said... Yeah. We're very sorry, but the summer numbers were bad, and you're gone. Right. The reason for that is is that most of the regulars weren't even working in the summertime, so they can't be blamed for the plummeting numbers. There just aren't as much. But right. what happened to TSN, where they're going, wow? Right. Because basically, Overdrive is their big money maker, and it took the entire summer off. Right. 
And the reason it took the summer off is it's generally well, there's a, a hockey, hockey in the summer based, sh- right? <laughs> so the first, and it's been on for many years, right? It was always this way. What do we? Someone was the first year. What do I want to hear these guys talking about uh, baseball when they're hockey guys, right? And I, I think it's unfair because Jeff O'Neill and 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 Jamie McLennan may not know as much about baseball as hockey. They, of course, they don't. Right? They're former hockey players. So right. come on. But to say that, oh, they have no knowledge or I'm not interested because what do they know about basketball or golf or whatever is nonsense. And Brian Hayes, to me, is an excellent host and can talk about any sport at all. So the fact that they're off all summer long, sure, no matter who you put in there, people are, you know, they're just not listening generally. And it's like, well, I don't know who these two guys are or who's hosting today. And this is one of the problems you run into. And it's like, who's on today? I don't know who that voice is. I don't know who that voice is. Is that the permanent duo? Are they going to be on in September? Uh, You know, all that stuff. I will respectfully disagree, Hepsi. Good. I, yeah, you know, I think the morning show, like, I, I, I'm a big fan 590 guy, uh, you know, as you know, and Scott MacArthur does, is sort of, you know, he does the Brian Hayes does. He does he does a lot of the heavy lifting, but I don't want to hear Mike Zigaman is talking about basketball and baseball. He he doesn't know enough. His his questions, and it's all due respect, I think he's come a long way. He's a great hockey guy, mm-hmm. but his questions appear to be scripted. And as a listener, you know, when I'm listening to somebody, I want them, I want to feel like they know a lot more than I know about sports. The host, do you think the host yeah. should know more, or absolutely from ask, an entertainment ask the right questions? Both of a guest. Well, no, Both. I mean it's different. If you're if you're interviewing a guest, and the focus is on your guest and what your guest's expertise is. If it's part of a roundtable, and your guest happens to be like, look, when I used to watch, uh, uh, what was that show uh, where they'd have people from different walks of life talking about, uh, you know, different things? Bill Maher's show, politically incorrect. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Right, Bill. I love it. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm. Look, if it's someone is intelligent and articulate, okay, and has a viewpoint, uh, then fine. It, it, the fact that Mike Zygmunt never played basketball, if he doesn't know enough about the sport to be weighing in, then you're right. He should not be weighing in. But if he's weighing in and he's got a legitimate question and it's a good question, then fine. The focus isn't on him. The focus is on the response from your guest. But But if he's part of a two-man team that's just going back and forth, then yeah, he better know what he's talking about. Right, because then then you need a better two-man team. You need a better co-host. Scotty Mack can lift his weight, Mm -hmm. but but then I want to hear a Hebsey or a Greg Brady or somebody else as a co-host. It doesn't necessarily have to be a player. He's not complimentary, what you're saying, is to Scott MacArthur. Yeah, and I don't want to. The Ziggomanis it doesn't compliment. I, I don't want to rip on Ziggy. I feel every but time he doesn't we do compliment. This, I, he doesn't make Scott MacArthur better because the team is better. That's what you're saying. Uh, there's a chemistry issue, and I think there's a lack of sports knowledge issue. All right, you but, know. But there was a chemistry with with Ashley Dawkins. Uh, clearly, there was a chemistry issue, and and Ashley was showing the door. Uh, so you're saying there's still, still a chemistry know issue. You know what happened there. I told you what happened there. I told you what happened there. To the point she can't get another job on terrestrial hang broadcast? On, hang on a second. Is she that good? Do you know of anybody that said, wait a second, why isn't Ashley docking, working it? Like, really? She knows her basketball. I know that big, big basketball fan. Like, yeah. crazy basketball fan. Never really heard her talk baseball. Know much about baseball. I'm not sure she knows that much about hockey. I don't know. Didn't appear to me. She's got her niche for sure as basketball and women's sports, right? Because you're an expert because you're a female, I guess. But I never thought that, like, what's so great about, like, why? Because she's a woman? I'm going to give her the chance. But was she that good? Were other stations just going, hey, we got to get her. So tell me in all honesty, what was the big appeal? What was it? Was she that good? Was she funny? Was she super knowledgeable? Did she know the players that well? Did she have a patter about her? They were going, man, I like this girl. She's got some spunk, Mary Richards. 
I hate spunk. Um, but anyway, I think what, if she was, was I think it? if she was given the opportunity to grow into the role, like Zygamandis no and chance. somebody else. Oh, absolutely. No absolutely. Way. I think no. there was uh, there was a lot of potential oh, there. You absolutely. know what? Potential only goes so far. If she was that good, she'd be working on the air. There's no women work barely any women Forget working women. on the if air. Forget women. If she's that from, good, she'd be working on the air. I didn't say on the fan. Okay, and it's like you're like you're that limited. Oh, it's either you're going to be the fan, or it's ten fifty, or that's it. There's no right, other media. Yeah. I can't do anything else. I can't appear on camera somewhere, or do my own bloggy or thing. You're like, well, come on. If you're that good, people will find you. If you're that good, and if you're not that good, and like I said before, and I hate I hate saying this because these are people that went into the same profession as I was in. Was I good? I worked pretty hard. I think I did okay for myself. Am, am I the type of, can I say categorically that that person has talent and that talent should be, it hasn't been harnessed properly. And, and, and she unfortunately has been saddled with the wrong people that if, if she would have been saddled with this person, they would have been great together. Hey man, that's a lot of ifs, ifs, and ifs. If people are that good, believe me, program managers will find them and they'll put them on the air. Can you- and if they're not that good, no matter how long they worked, I ran into a friend of mine. You know who this is, Mike. You know who this is as well. I won't mention any names. Former broadcaster. Worked for the fan. Very popular. Okay? Really down on his luck now. Really down on his luck. Figured, hey, man, I'll be on the air forever. Why not? Very popular. And then one day, you're not working there anymore, and the phone isn't ringing. People, you know, there aren't a bunch of other stations that are going, hey, we want your services. Especially in Canada. Doesn't work that way. Remind us, though, Hebsey, uh, why did Ashley Docking leave the fan? Well, the program director at the time was given an ultimatum. According to my source, the ultimatum was from someone on the morning show saying that they would not work with her. Because sort of she, like was, she, she goes, was difficult to work with. She goes or I go was, was the ultimatum, yeah. Just wanted to remind listeners who might have missed the uh, that that Hebsey bomb. Now, 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 hang on. Now, yep. I understand the possibility is someone is part of the morning show and not necessarily someone who was on air. It could have been the producer or the executive, but it was it was this. It was like either she goes or I go, and there's only a couple of choices in there. So draw your own conclusion. You got to get Scotty Mac on the air, Mike. He's probably not going to talk about that until he's no longer at the, the Fan 590 because he's not stupid. But I'm not just saying, there's lots, look, there's lots of talented people out there, and there's lots of people out there who have been exposed. We've seen or heard these people on the air, right? And so naturally, if we think they're on the air in Toronto, it must be pretty damn good. Right. You can't beat some zlub that gets on the air in Toronto. But more and more these days, there are people that really don't deserve or haven't, haven't um, put in their time, haven't had the experience, hmm. and boom, they pop up in Toronto, and people naturally think, hey, Toronto, man, you got to be, you've got some experience, you got some chops. Maybe it, they just came out of the College of Sports Media, I don't know. But it's just not the same. It's, it's interchangeable now. That's the problem. Yep. They, they don't want you to have a name anymore, like a Hebsey. They don't want like your name they don't to be want, bigger than the call letters, that's right? That's right. Because then they right. lose the power. That's right. Got but, uh, team control. Bob it's McCowan under team got control. bigger, you know, and then once you have a Bob McCowan, and, you know, he's demanding this kind of money, and uh, it's it's almost like you need to cut him out in order to, like, preserve the... the do you miss the Bobcat, Hebsey? I do. For the 15 hours a week? You know, in Hebsey's career, if you look at his bio, he yeah. replaces uh, Bobcat uh, all over the place. Well, no, twice. Twice. <laughs> well, still, that's more than most people. Yeah, yeah no, I replaced him on his talk show, on his radio show, and then I replaced him on Sportsline, essentially. I really didn't because he was there, Jim came along, and then 
I guess Bob asked for too much money or whatever the case was. And they said, okay, we got Hebsher waiting Shocking. in the wings or something. We think we wanted to go to a two-man show anyway. And Bob right. was, Bob, I don't think, wanted to do a two-man show. Right. And I don't blame anyone that's worked solo. If you go to that person and say, by the way, you're going to be working with someone else. How do, how do you think they'd react? Wait a minute, I'm not doing a good enough job of my own. And now they're going to think that this person that you're putting them with is an interloper, is going to cut into your fame or your salary or whatever it is. So naturally you're going to feel that way. So McCallum was like, wait, wait a minute. So, so I've been doing the show for almost three years by myself. Now you're telling me I got to have a co-host. So Hebsey, we know sports radio is sort of struggling in, in, in the, in the Canadian market, especially a bunch of radio stations being, you know, chopped last year. Yeah. Is there any name you think, you know, pretend there's no budget. Is there anyone who can change the landscape? Is there a Howard Stern sort of, of Canadian sports media that can sort of, transform sports radio no in today no, you know no, no okay no no one will allow it to, i'll tell you, you the know, best way like when growing up pat mars did no, you know was you the savior or I'll give you, you know an example. i'll give you an example there's somebody out there somewhere and i don't know who it is that's got i don't know maybe a few thousand or a few dozen thousand followers on youtube or wherever on social media that loves sports that talks about sports that has a passion and and, and grows an audience and someday that person is going to have a couple of million followers and their YouTube show is going to be the equivalent of a primetime show that was on television because yeah. all the cord cutters are going to go, oh, I got to watch YouTube tonight at nine o'clock to hear what Hebsey has to say about Charlie Montoyo. But it's not me. It's going to be someone younger and someone that's built up an audience by saying stuff it's that people- be Hebsey's son. I, I got to hear what, what they have to say. And that person is going to be the equivalent of the radio talk show host on terrestrial radio. Gents, I'm going to, I need to ask you guys about uh, Michael Landsberg, but first I just want to tell listeners that there's a great podcast called the CEO edge podcast from the good people at McKay CEO forums and their fireside chats with inspiring CEOs and thought leaders. Every week I share the latest episode from the CEO Edge podcast. So if you go to torontomike.com, you can find it. I urge you to subscribe and listen. They're great partners of the program. And if you're looking to buy and or sell in the GTA in the next six months, Mike Majeski, he's the real estate agent who's ripping up the GTA real estate scene. Uh, I used to say he's in the know in Mimico, and then I found out that he actually uh, does a lot of work outside of Mimico, so I shouldn't limit him like that. But you can go to realestatelove.ca and reach out to Mike. Just tell him Toronto Mike sent you. Thanks again to Mike Majeski, who bought 40 beers for the FOTMs at TMLX 8 mm-hmm. at Great Lakes Brewery. That was, uh, that was a great gesture. And again, thank you to Palma Pasta for feeding everybody. And I want to thank the pillars of this community. You're in New Toronto right now. Ridley Funeral Home. They're at 14th and Lakeshore. Uh, they've been great partners of the program for quite a while now. Brad Jones, he's a great FOTM. And you can pay tribute without paying a fortune by going to RidleyFuneralHome.com and having a conversation with the good people there. Thank you, RidleyFuneralHome.com. Not long ago, guys, I had uh, Michael Landsberg on Toronto Mike for his exit interview, and he I wanted to find out like what happened. Like It seemed like a very sudden announcement. Michael Landsberg, who had been at TSN for 30-something, he was a day oneer, I believe. Like He'd been there mm. forever. And then suddenly it was like, okay, your last show is uh, Friday, and he was gone. Uh, what happened with Michael Landsberg at TSN Radio? Asking me? Yeah, like what happened? Like, like, no, I like think the time was. I think the time was right. I think you reach a certain age in this business now too, and uh, you've got to be prepared for any eventuality. Michael, I think, was at that age, 
And, um, you know, I think once you've spent that many years at a place, 37 years, 43 years, 32 yeah. years, it's sort of always kind of, that's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. And, you know, um, I, I, I think that they probably said, look, how, how do you want to do this, Michael? Right. Right. Um, remember, he had a very successful show. Uh, off the record for a number of years. Right. And then I thought, you know, uh, however it ended up working out, he landed, you know, on his feet, certainly doing the morning show uh, on um, on TSN radio, right. which was not something that anyone expected. No one really expected Michael Landsberg to be a morning show host and, uh, you know, the controversy that he would, uh, you know, uh, drill up and that type of a thing. So, you know, is it unexpected? Look, it's never, you never want to see that, but just go back over a number of people our age in the sports broadcasting business. Cost cutting? Sure. Yeah, I, I guess. Because he's spinning it that he decided time to do something else. But well, I don't know many people who just walk away from like a, a gig like that without severance. And if you if severance is involved, I don't know how it could be you initiating it. I've worked in the business world since the late 90s. Like if you say I'm going to go do something else because, you know, my wife just did this. They don't say, okay, here's some money on your way out. They say, good luck in your future endeavors. Thank you for your service. And they say goodbye. Maybe you get a cake or a party or whatever. But when they tap you on the shoulder and say, um, I think it's time that we figure had, out had your exit. Had a discussion. Yeah, yeah, had a discussion. Then how now do you you're talking do this? like how many, how many dollars, like, unless you work for CHCH, how many dollars, you know, yeah. You need to 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 go away and be happy and everything to be fine, right. and then you have that negotiation. Right. So it's the latter, right? I, I would think so. I would think that you know, not a mutual agreement. It's like, look, Michael, how would you like to do this, right? You know, and maybe it might have been two years before. And he says, look, give me give me another two years. Give me another, whatever it is. Okay. Right. He up did to five the, years on that. Up to this show. point. Up to this point here, and then and then at, at that point, I'll you know we'll. we'll um, say thank you very much and you'll you know you'll pay me the rest of the contract or however that works and, and no hard feelings and no hard feelings happy. and and yeah. yeah and all that type of thing for sure it has to eventually happen the the fear is at what point does someone reach a point in the career where you you you, you waited too long and now something could happen that could really you know besmirch you mean Don Cherry someone's <laughs> reputation or or just <laughs> even the fact that you know from history that the older someone gets yeah the crankier they might get, uh, an incident may happen that may cause them to do something or say something or react a certain way that may not reflect well on the company, right? And so you go, you know, this could happen. Then maybe there was a sign of it. And I'm not saying that was the case in Landsberg's case. No, but no, at no. some point, somebody goes, you know, we really have to start talking about the next, because- the next generation. Who's our next? How are, is, is Michael going to earn us the money that we want on the morning show? Uh, maybe not. Should we get someone else? Is his salary... Too much, all that type of right. thing, and then and then yeah, then the corporate, you know, cutters come in and say, you know, listen, we're better off with this. He had to have seen this coming. Once. That and yeah. I, I think so. I think when it's happening, but he's such you, a key part of the. Uh, no, but when off the record went off the air, and now you're being shifted to the, to the graveyard of sports media, TSN but listen, radio. Here's, here's the wild you know, card in all this. I think you know your the end is coming soon. How important has a Bell Let's Talk Day been to Bell Media? Like, like to me, uh, the face of Bell Let's Talk Day, to me, is Michael Lansbury. Well, that doesn't mean that Michael Lansbury won't still be the face of Bell Talk Media. It's just right. he not being paid to do a broadcast. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if he is. And he, he, like, he, he does like to spread awareness. He has Sick Nog Week. That's the name of his uh, charity he, right. he, mm-hmm. he, he runs there. But it'll be interesting to see if he, how involved he is in Bell Let's Talk Day when February comes around. So, uh, yeah. I, and, he's, and again, I just want to... Uh, point out the fact that he was that he was the morning show guy for five years and he's gone and Carlo Koliakovo's gone too like is he still on the radio I, I don't know 
I didn't see anything. Like I said this morning, I listened. It was Aaron Karolnik and Dave Festchuk. Now, we're talking about a Friday. I don't know who was, if they've been on all week long or they're this week's flavor of the week. or I don't know. I haven't been paying that but much But there's attention. a very prime time ratings period now in Well, September. you would think that everyone's back to school right. now, that if you don't Serious have your lineup uh, exactly. you know, intact, that uh, there's something going on. Just getting back serious. on that radio lineup, like, have yeah. you, do, you, do you see any major changes coming to the Fan 590 coming up? It should be, they've been speculating about now, right? Well, I mean, the way I understand it is the afternoon drive show is going to be a baseball um, central show. But after baseball season, right. what are they going to do with afternoon drive? Are they still going to continue with the simulcast? Nonsense? No, 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 no. That's out. That's Tim and Sid, you mean? No, Tim and Friends. Tim and Friends. No, no. Tim that's and Friends out. is strictly a TV show. It's strictly a TV show now. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, because baseball central. Shockingly, that didn't work. Yeah. No one saw that coming. But that's a good point. And there's another name I just want to throw out there because he was on the Fan 590 working with Greg Brady, and then he went to Vancouver. And then, of course, uh, that station he went to in Vancouver, which was a Sportsnet station, turned into like a business station. So uh, he lost his job. Andrew Walker is, I believe he's an unrestricted free agent out there. Is there any possibility that Andrew Walker would return to the uh, Toronto sports radio uh, lineup anywhere at? Well, that was the last of the heyday with Brady and Walker in the mornings, right? That's when they had And they moved out for ratings. Blundell, right? Right. That's a, that was and a Blundell thing. Right? Yeah. Right, right, How right. well did that work out? It didn't work out at all. And right. then they got rid of Brady, because, and then they eventually brought him back for the morning show, but they just had like Andrew Walker solo, like one to four. But like have you he said, the Vancouver. list of unrestricted free agents, unfortunately, it's a long <laughs> list. <laughs> it's a long list. Right. So, so Hebsey, Hebsey, what do you think about uh, Andrew Walker? Would he ever resurface in this market? I don't think he would move the needle, if that's what you mean. Right. I mean, I'm sure that he's, you know, very employable and, you know, solid talk show host. But, you know, you would ask me before, is anyone going to move the needle? McCowan would move the needle. So right? how come no one's, how come he's not in the conversation? Or is know. he? Uh, I don't know. I just always wonder. I don't know if he'd move the needle anymore, Hebsy. I don't know either. But again, I mean, yeah. I, is anyone who's going to move the needle? Uh, uh, he's the only one I can think of. get someone to come up from the States. You're going to go that route there. Let's get an American to come up here. Maybe you can get people shaking up. And, and I think Bobcat's smart enough to realize the more out of sight, the more out of mind he becomes, it's going to get tougher and tougher. But if, uh, again, the, the, here's 960. the thing. Do you want, yeah, do you want to be, do, is it, is that where you want to be? Do you want to be on Sportsnet on TSN, right? Is that going to get you the most eyeballs, the most, you know, I mean, look what's, how many different people can we name that have been on TSN and Sportsnet? Different on-air people. I'm talking about anchors, reporters, experts, desk jockeys, uh, analysts, uh, play-by-play, color commentator, rinkside commentator, sideline, think about it. There's tons, tons. Right, right. Tons. We already just talked about Chris Johnson today, right. uh, CJ, and uh, and Frank Saravelli. Those were two. I didn't even mention uh, analysts. Or I did. Or, or, or insiders. Right. Add the insiders. Yeah. Add all the CFL and NFL games. And they're going to do a lot of NFL this year. TSN's doing a show with Carol Wagland and uh, 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 um, uh, Davis uh, Sanchez. That's going to be before every single freaking football game, Thursdays and Sundays. So, yeah, there's tons of shows, soccer desk shows. Not so much anymore, right? But, you know, for the international games. Um, There's just so many people. And, you know, ask yourself a question. What are these, some of these people, what do they do all week? You see them once in a while on the desk. What does Corey Warren do all week long? What does Glenn Sheeler do? Like, what do some of these people, Sarah Davis... Um, what do some of them do? I know they've got some digital properties as well, but boy, there's a lot of people there. They're on the air a lot. They've got a lot of shows. 
Speaking of digital properties, uh, how is Kayla Gray's show doing? That was a digital property, right? No idea. But I tell you what, I saw her the other day. She was on with Jermaine Franklin doing the late night. I don't know what night it was, the sports. Yeah. She was really good. Like she blew through like a whole series of highlights. Yeah. She did right up to a sound up, a couple of clips. Never saw her face for like 15 minutes, but I <laughs> knew it was her. But yeah. yeah, did a really good, like it's really good on the desk doing that fast paced, you know, sports center highlight after highlight, 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 highlight. Here's a hero board with some stats. Boom, into another series of highlights. That's not easy to do. Right. To keep your energy up, to not mispronounce names, to know where, where are we? Seventh inning, second half, you know, Know the players, did a really good job. I'm very, very, very impressed. It's way better doing that than doing that other show that she does. Now, here's a couple of uh, quick hits I was curious about. So one of them is about Joe Bowen. And I'm just curious, does it matter that the voice of uh, Maple Leaf Hockey is so uh, publicly and proudly uh, supporting uh, Conservative Party leader Aaron O'Toole? Like, just, just a simple question for you guys. Does it matter? To me personally, no. No, I, I want to see what kind of job he does on the air. That's what I'm concerned about. Uh, I mean, there's a fine line, you know, and, unless the views, but what are the views that get too, too overboard, right? I mean, there's some... Like, like Don Cherry again. He comes up often, but right. uh, he was overtly... Right. I mean, for me personally, no, uh, it doesn't bother me. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's not going to... Once he mentions something that maybe is a little bit too, quote unquote, right wing for, you know, maybe traditional taste. And what is the so line? him supporting what is the party the doesn't bother you? It would be like if there was a certain like I'm gonna just say, let's say he denied climate change. Would you care about? I'm not saying Joe <laughs> Bowen denies climate change. I'm saying like if he, did, if he did, like if there was if he if there's he, there's a line there's if, if he was an overt like uh, supported Nazism well, for example. Right. Well, who's the who's the Marley's uh, goaltending guy that they let Emu from from oh, Los yeah, Angeles? Right. Yeah. right. You know, supported the January 6th and then they let him right. go within twenty. You know, there's there's a line. There's a common sense line. I think. What but, is but it him, nowadays? But him uh, proudly Supporting Aaron O'Toole is is not a not a issue for you, Malone. No, no. Okay. What about you, Hebsey? No. Does it matter? No, no. I I honestly could not care less until you told me what, what anyone's. Per, well, you didn't know what anyone's feelings are about that. You know, I mean, Joe's a hockey play-by-play broadcaster. Let's Holy not let, let's let's not make this into something bigger than it is. <laughs> right. Joe right. Bowen is a hockey play-by. He's the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey broadcaster. That's it. I mean, he's a father and a husband and a, but, but he, you know, it's, it's narrow casting here. So, so to think that what Joe has to say about anything, but the Toronto Maple Leafs is going to be relevant and people are going to perk their ears up is just not happening. He's not influential in that way at all. So I don't care. Is this a big news story? No, no, no. Uh, it was okay. legitimately like, I was just curious if it matters. I, I'm not bothered by it either. Yeah. I, I was right. just legitimately curious if it matters that he's such a flag waver for the Conservative Party. What if I told you that Brendan Shanahan and all the Toronto Maple Leafs hierarchy are supporters of the same party and perhaps encouraged Joe or, or you know, made it worth his while to maybe... Well, that's, that would be a whole... Here and if there. he was encouraged what if to that keep was his the employment, case? that to me is, that what to me if, is an issue. What if, there, what, if, what if Shanahan, what if Shanahan came out and supported the... Yeah, but he hasn't. Like, so it's sort well, of like what if there, he did? Uh, I, I would, I would, I would say that would be uh, surprising for Shanahan to be overtly like in favor of a particular. But we've we've seen Wayne Gretzky make the rounds for Stephen Harper in the past, right? right. Uh, yeah. But I, I was curious whether it mattered that your play-by-play guy was overtly. It's just simply a question. Well, who's your favorite U.S. American play-by-play guy, and would it matter if he was a Trump supporter? Like maybe. 
Like right. I feel like so, Trump is a d- little bit different right. than uh, being an Aaron O'Toole uh, supporter. So maybe. Like it's just interesting how. And you Tr- know. Trudeau's so great, of course. <laughs> like, I'm not saying. I but want if he him, was supporting Trudeau, that. if Joe was supporting Trudeau, same thing. You'd think the same way, or no? Well, I don't think anything on this. I'm curious what you guys think about. <laughs> well, you can't it. not have an opinion. Have, uh, it's your show. You can't no, not have an opinion. I don't. It, I'm not bothered at all that okay. Holy Mackinac Joe Bowen is a proud member of the uh, a supporter of the Conservative Party of okay. Canada. Yeah. Not bothered at all. I have a question about FOTM Rod Black because at TMLX eight, it was good to see you there, Hebsy. Disappointing. I didn't see Milan in the crowd, but I'm going to forgive you. What were you doing that Friday night? Something Stuck in important? traffic, probably. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. make it out fast to the, uh, quite so the fast finale then, of the uh, pandemic uh, Friday episodes of Toronto Mike, uh, but. Uh, Rod Black joined us from Calgary and he was in Calgary because he was calling the Women's uh, World Championship of Hockey there. And uh, we all, I'm going to guess, we all watched the Canada versus U.S. gold medal match game. Let's call it a match. I guess it's a game. But did you watch Milan, Canada versus U.S.? No. Really? You were never, you didn't have an itch to tune in and see how, uh, how our woman did against the U.S. in the gold medal game? No, I was probably working, I think. Okay, you work, yeah. you work hard, yeah. but Hebs, yeah. you watched, right? I saw the overtime. Yeah. Oh. It was pretty slow, you know, very deliberate and no shots on goal or anything like that. Very different than the men's game. Okay. Uh, what did you think of Rod Black's performance? Because I got a bunch of notes. Like, literally, again, I really like him. He's a highlight of the Pandemic Fridays because he's hilarious. He does a great Charles Barkley, by the way, but he's hilarious. He's a really funny guy and really engaging. But uh, a lot of people are like, is Rod Black drunk? Like, what's going on here? Uh, I was curious if you had any... Uh, Milan, you're off the hook on this one. You didn't watch. <laughs> but uh, what did you think of Rod Black's performance at the Women's uh, Championship of Hockey? Rod does a great job every time. Yeah. What's... Uh why? Why do people say no. he's drunk? Yeah, why do people say he's I drunk? I know, I don't know. Yeah. They they thought he was uh I did, he wasn't drunk for the record. But there, Did you ask him about that? Rod? No, uh, I haven't, wait, I haven't talked to him since the gold medal game. That was Wait a second. Time. So maybe he had a few pops. I think he's a professional. I feel Rod Black. Oh, whoa, whoa, uh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, You're confusing yes. two things here. Yeah. You don't think broadcasters have ever had a couple of pops calling a game? I'm not I don't, I'm, whoa, I don't think he had baby. Uh, I don't hey. think I don't hey, think Hey, you're looking at him. So, you kidding but, me? But, but you know, you're, I mean, you I know, me? I, at this point, as a... As a pass up the leg the car! <laughs> you're kidding, a couple of pops make it sound a hell of a lot better. Well, okay. Marsden, Marsden apparently did what? a fan morning show. Not uh, apparently. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Weren't you guys born yesterday? <laughs> Seriously. I'm not saying no drinking allowed, and I'm saying that there's a fine. You got to know. You got to know yourself. Like I personally know exactly what Great Lakes beer, like how many of each unit before I get a, that little tipsy feeling or whatever. Okay. Like I've got that down to a All science. Right, so I know if I'm drinking my sunny side, I'm good to go. If I have a couple of uh, haze mamas, for example, <laughs> I got to be careful, right? right? Like I know myself. Mike, right? have you ever done a show inebriated? I don't. I think, wish I, I think there have been but. like there have been live events at Great Lakes where maybe by the end of the show, I've, mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I I'm glad I'm on a bicycle and not a car because I would not I would not get <laughs> yeah, behind a wheel. Okay. Okay. But I don't get I don't get drunk. Yeah. No, I don't like I never go right. and take down like you know. I, well, it were, take were people much to suggesting that Rod was drunk? Yeah, yeah. I, I had some feedback that like he that he, I was curious if you had noticed anything of Rod. I think I don't think Rod as I a professional notice, no. would ever drink uh, to a point where he was drunk. I think no, he's fantastic. No, no, he certainly wouldn't. <laughs> he certainly would, but I'm just saying that. I mean, it's, it's happened on occasions where, you know, before the game, you're a little nervous before the game, a little... Uh, Who are these you know sources, I mean? like? No, I'm just saying, I've done, well, I've done it. I, I know, I'm just saying that, you yeah. know, it's happened. It's like, you know, you know, calm down a little bit. Okay, a little something before. Look, I know for a fact 
many people, when they go to do a speech, if they're emceeing a banquet or whatever, yep. they, they got to have a couple of sure, little, little liquid before courage. They're, before they're, exactly, before they're yeah, talking to a crowd of people. And don't think that just because you're a performer and you're on radio or whatever, that the same thing may not apply, right? And don't think that if you go to work that there, nobody ever goes to work or has ever had like a little nip or something like that to calm them down. Sure. Happens all the time. And right. you covered the Leafs all those years, Mark. So you, you, <laughs> I don't blame you. Don't, you Ballard years. Don't, don't, yeah. kid your, don't kid yourself. You can do a good, you, sometimes you can do a very good broadcast if you've uh, taken the edge off. Don't Sports kid line? yourself. Oh yeah. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Final question, unless, unless there's any... 11.30 at night, uh, 11.30 at night, yeah, what yeah. do you think? And unless working with Taddy, right? Unless you have any no, burning. No. <laughs> Stop it. Come on, you know they golf together in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. That's I've awesome. seen That's photo awesome. evidence. We're going to be on a podcast together. I'm jealous of that because I've been trying to get you guys on a podcast. You could have arranged it. I tried. Someone Jim, else did. Jim Taddy took a pass. So whose podcast? Uh, Can I'm you not reveal that? You. I can't. I've been told yeah, I can't. It's not It's not Bob's basement, is it? It's not official yet. Not official yet. I just, I just want you to know when I do listen to you and Taddy on a podcast, I will have what I call envious listening. Like I will be thinking like, oh, that's the one that got away because I've been trying for years to get Jim Taddy and uh, Mark Hebsher on Toronto Mike together. We'll and, uh, see what happens. Taddy eh? has said no uh, every single time. So uh, I, he doesn't, he just uh, nicely, like he's polite about it, right, but he just, course. he takes a pass. Uh, once he told me he just doesn't want to, like, what's the point of talking about the past? Like the past is the past. You know, he was like, I'm, I, I look forward or something. I got a whole spiel like that. And I said, okay, I respect that. And then I just got like a polite, like, no, thank you. Or Interesting. Uh, so yeah, Tim Taddy has said no to all my requests. He's not enough, like he's never been on the show. Like that's a glaring right. omission, if you will. So we're going to wrap up because I promised yeah. Hebsey 90 minutes. The last <laughs> question is, let's, let's, in this fantasy world, this does not happen, but let's say Felix Ajayalassim wins the U.S. Open, let's say. And let's say Leila Fernandez wins the U.S. Open. This question for each of you is, who is the Canadian uh, Athlete of the Year? Damian Warner. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. So over Andre de Grasse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what he accomplished in those yeah. 10 events, incredible. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, it's a but it's it's good conversation. You guys both have a clear answer there, but I was right. wondering, like that's quite the uh, discussion to be had with the number of candidates we have for Canadian athlete. If those was, two was things it his two hundred meter it's, time? It would have been one of the best in the yeah, world. Yeah, would have been like, top five in the world. Top five, like that's yeah. a, that's insane. He, here's the thing, Mike. Yeah, the, someone says who's Canada's top athlete of the year. Mm -hmm. You say okay, what? How are we defining top athlete? Right, someone who performs in a sport. At the absolute highest elite level, yep. and is the champion of that sport mm -hmm. over anyone else in the country, and what their accomplishments were. Damian Warner. So right off the bat, you're going, well, how do you compare this gold medal with that gold medal with Penny Alexiak's medals, right. with sure. you know all that type of thing, right? Is it is it the greatest individual singular performance by an athlete, or is it that athlete's the year that that athlete had? Like if, you know, the right. year Wayne Gretzky scored 215 points, would it have mattered if somebody won six gold medals? You know what I mean? It's just really difficult. And regardless, even if Connor McDavid had won the Stanley Cup right. and during an Olympic year, right. it always goes to an Olympian. Yeah, it just so seems that way. So yeah, in this right. particular case, it's Silken lawman or something. The, word, the word is athlete. So not only the Canadian athlete of the year, right. but maybe of the world. Right. Maybe the world's greatest athlete because he, over everyone else, over 10 events, yeah. was the champion. And set a record with point. I mean, the whole deal like that, that to me is, 
you could pick any sport and say, Damian Warner, do you think you could do this? And he would be able to perform at an extremely high level at all of the disciplines. That's remarkable. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like, look at the group of athletes we have in Canada now compared to when we growing up. I know. Right? And I would still give it to him even if those two two happen. Yes, because because unless those two, unless they beat, you know, the world's greatest, unless Djokovic gets beaten by Al Yassim, that might be the great moment if that ever happened. But boy, you can't take away gold medalist decathlon. Phenomenal. You guys sold me, honestly. Uh, Damian Warner. Yeah. That's that's the answer. But a lo- lot of great candidates this year. You guys were fantastic. I love these. We, we got to do this again next quarter. Uh, I love the Hebsey bombs. And Milan, fast time Milan. Remind us, where do we go to get our watch and uh, jewelry Yeah, repaired? visit FastTimeWatchRepair.com. We have a location in Richmond Hill. Uh, we've had a lot of Toronto Mike uh, customers visit us. So please visit us. 120 Newkirk Road, Unit 6 in Richmond Hill. Or visit our uh, website, FastTimeWatchRepair.com, to get your watch jewelry uh, repaired with us. And that, that brings us to the end of our 913th show. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. Hebsey, who did a double header, has been yakking with me since 920 this morning. Well done, Hebsey. He's at Hebsey Man on Twitter. Follow him. He's a great follow. And make sure you subscribe to Hebsey on Sports, which I actually get to co-host. I'm so lucky. And that's every Friday at 920. And it's independent, fiercely independent sports commentary and insight from Mark Hebsher. Do that. Hebsey, remind me about the Twitter handle for Fast Time Watch and Jewelry Repair. At Fast Time WJR. Yeah. What did I call him? You asked me yeah. for Milan's handle. Yeah. But I was looking at Milan. Yes, you were. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fast time, WJR. Rolls it's been a long day Facebook. already. It's been yeah. a long day. No worries. Uh, Chef Thanks, Drop. Mike. Chef Drop is at Get Chef Drop. Great Lakes Brewery are at Great Lakes Beer. McKay's CEO Forums are at McKay's CEO Forums. Palma Pasta is at Palma Pasta. Hebsy, don't leave about your lasagna. <laughs> Sticker U is at Sticker U. Ridley Funeral Home is at Ridley FH. And Mike Majeski's not on Twitter. He's on Instagram, at Majeski Group Homes. See you all. Next week. This podcast has been produced by TMDS and accelerated by Rome Phone. Rome Phone brings you the most reliable virtual phone service to run your business and protect your home number from unwanted calls. Visit romephone.ca to get started.